잊지 못한 대로 간녀린 몸에 쓱 가려진 볼륨은 두 배로 거침없이 직진 굳이 보진 않진 않지 블랙하면 핑크 우린 예쁘장한 세비지 원하든 대놓고 뺐지 눈물에도 칼로 무배기 두 손엔 카드칼 배책 궁금하면 해봐 팩트책 눈높임 꼭대기 물만한 물고기 좀 톡해 난 탁식 유혹해 I'm foxy 두번 생각해 흔한 남들처럼 착한 척해 못하니까 착각하지마 쉽게 웃어주는 건날 위한 거야 아직은 잘 모르겠지 그저 원하면 test me 넌 불모듯이 뻔해 맘만 안 넣었다면 Always do I do what I do with that Do-do-do-do-do All right, everyone. Welcome to the new All Fiction Podcast. As always, I am one of your hosts, Touche, and joining me is Tommy, Eric, and Sean, back once again, and Sean is back from Japan. How's everybody Konnichiwa. doing? Not bad. Alrighty. Well, let me fix that. Um, I'm excited. Excited? You know why? It's next week, as of this recording, anyway. Leon's annual vacation. <laughs> Leon's Leon's vacation stays at home and does nothing. Well, that too. <laughs> Leon rocking the staycay for Leon, so what do you say to your coworkers when you're like, oh, you're going to be on vacation? Where are you going? And you're just like, home. Precisely. I mean, I don't have to go anywhere, technically. It's true. You step outside, you're on the beach already. Exactly. Multiple Literally beaches. right outside. Tommy has all the beaches Indeed So, once again, (laughs) this is the All Fiction Podcast Every other week we touch on what we find interesting in the world of anime, video games, TV, and all that other stuff Please check us out at allfiction.net And on social media at allfiction.net And catch our new release episodes posted on there every week And also please subscribe to us on iTunes and on the Google Play Store. So let's go ahead and get started. First up, we have... Uh, well, I, I guess we can... Let's do this first. Let's, uh, we're going to skip ahead, and we're going to talk with Sean about his trip. Ah, uh, yes. His second visit to the glorious land of Nippon. His second coming to the motherland. <laughs> Is that what they call it? That's what I like to call it. Okay. So, uh, what was the uh, overall theme for your trip this time, or did you just go random places? Uh, well, last year, I don't know if I talked about my first trip ever on the cast. Last year, it was centered yes. around Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, it's more of a family vacation, so just oh. more touristy stuff in general. Ah. Oh, didn't know it was a family one. Family vacation. Yes. Mm. Uh, so just like typical Tokyo stuff, Kyoto and uh, Hakone. So no, okay. no, no uh, Akihabara. <laughs> so we did actually Akihabara. end up going to Akihabara on the last day because our flight was until like 7 p.m. or something. So we spent wow. the morning there. Wow. And uh, so my sister has like no interest whatsoever in um, 
otaku culture. (laughs) (laughs) So she was kind of, like, blown away when she, like, steps foot into Akihabara. And you see, like, all the anime, like, advertisements and whatnot on, like, every building, basically. Everywhere. (laughs) Pretty much everywhere. Pretty much. Wherever you look. And to her, I mean, for me, it's just, like, entering entering a store every every store is kind of like different because they're selling different stuff but to her it's just like the same thing over and over again basically from her (laughs) point of view (laughs) so i mean she wasn't digging it as much as i was so i i mean for the first time i was there i spent like two days in akihabara i think almost Mm. wow uh yeah there's a lot to see there you can't just be there for like one day it's Uh, a long strip of road this time I was just half a day. Hmm. Uh, so I, I bought a few things, but I have to say it's pretty hard to buy lewds when you have your little sister hanging with you. <laughs> little sister? Oh, I thought she was older. No, I'm I'm the oldest in the family. Huh. I don't think he ever said that she was older, Tommy. Oh, so you carried your emoto. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> This is like an What's anime like now. Calm Isn't down, it? Tommy. Leon's getting a bit too excited. <laughs> it just hit me. <laughs> okay. So anytime she was like, nah, I don't feel like going to that store. I'm too tired. I'm just going to wait for you outside. I was like, this is my chance. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? <laughs> What's that? Tommy, don't tell us it reminds you of one of your... Of this one puzzle. No, this is I was just going like to say this Japanese reminds me anime. of that, that one episode of <laughs> Ore no Imoto. <laughs> but anyway. What, I, uh, I knew that that was where this was going. <laughs> I'm basically Forget about it. Anime. Forget about it. <laughs> because we know how that ended. And, uh, so... Uh... <laughs> so Sean, of the uh the places you went this time, you obviously got to do a little bit more, like you said, of a touristy type thing. Um Yeah, I mean we did a lot of that the first time around. Um I think the biggest difference for this trip is we went to Hakone, mm. which is on en route to uh Kyoto. And it's uh near Mount Fuji, so on a clear day you can uh see the peak of Mount Fuji, depending on how cloudy it is basically. Ah yes. So um, actually, on the train ride to Hakone or maybe it's to Kyoto, I, I could see the I could see the peak of Mount Fuji on the way there, which is pretty nice. Yeah. And you get you you guys saw the Instagram pictures, obviously. So um, yeah, we some, um, some of the went up to Owakudani Valley, which is on Mount Hakone, and it's basically like I guess it's like a geyser kind of mountain. It's like has natural sulfuric acid. Ah. acid. That was um, or, those snaps that you did, rather. right? Yeah, yeah. Like when you're oh, going okay, up on yeah, that, yeah. um, like yeah. So you go up yeah. on the ropeway, basically. Yeah, I remember those. It was pretty nice. And on one pretty side, cool. you see all the sulfuric fumes Ooh. coming out of the the mountain. And Hakone is known for their natural hot springs as well. So did you go to any of those? Uh, I I think the the ryokan we did at Hakone was natural. I think it wasn't outdoor though so i wasn't like 100 percent sure hmm. so it wasn't like uh one of the ones with the giant wall in the middle with the guys on one side and the girls on the other 
Oh, no. no. I, don't, I don't think I've ever been to one of those. Like, usually it's like a fully enclosed room, typically. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's my, like, second time, like, doing the public bath. So, like, you, you kind of get used to it. It's not, like, a big deal, really. Hmm. I think it's it's more, you're more comfortable when you're with strangers, really. Like, if you're with friends doing it, it it's a lot more awkward because, obviously, like, you see them. Like, you know mm-hmm. them, and you have to see yeah, them face-to-face. Yeah. You're more like comfortable. Strain- well, I'm more comfortable with strangers, because, like, who gives a shit at that point? Like, everyone's naked. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, they're going to yeah. see you and say, you know, eh, normal. But, right, I mean, every- everyone's naked. Yeah. It's not like it's I'm like, the only yeah. one naked in the it's back. It's the culture <laughs> there, too, so they're, they're a lot more comfortable. Yeah, I mean, but if you're with friends, I, I there is a bit of, like, I don't want to see anything. Because, like, that's all you'll imagine when you see them the next time. <laughs> is, it, is it, Sean? Is it? Oh, it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, did you go to, did you guys actually, like, you stayed at, uh, at Hakone. Did you, how long did you guys stay there? Uh, we were there for one day, one night, basically. Okay. Um... So what was there to see there, like, besides the, uh, the mountain the valley. stuff? Yeah. Uh, well, they had this kind of, like, artsy museum. It's like a museum dedicated to, like, Picasso's works. Oh. Which is pretty cool. I wouldn't say it's, like, a must-see if you're in Hakone, but, like, if, you, if you're there for, like, more than a day and you have some free time, I guess, go see it. it it's en route to the ropeway anyway. Oh, okay. Um, so the valley is the biggest thing, really. I mean, that was pretty amazing. Like, that view was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, another thing is the, I think it's Lake Ashinoko. Is, there's, like, a cruise you can go on, basically. And it circles um, from one end of the lake to the other. And it's a really gorgeous lake. And, again, if on a clear day, you're able to see Mount Fuji from the distance. But uh, when I was on the boat, I really couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. But the boat ride is pretty cool. And I mean, if you're a tourist too, they they offer a tourist pass to like that includes the ropeway, the cruise, and the local oh. uh, trains, trains and whatnot. That's pretty so, cool. Uh, so yeah, so that was Hakone. Um, then we did Kyoto, and I did uh, the Bamboo Grove again, Arashiyama, um, just because again this is my sister's first time going, so I kind of retreaded on a, a few spots. So we did the Bamboo Grove, we did uh, Fushimi Inari, we did um, the Golden Pavilion we did this year. It was actually my first time. I didn't get to see the Golden Pavilion the first time I went. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was pretty neat, but it's not like you can go in and enter the Golden Pavilion. You ca- you kind of just see it from far away, basically, and you walk like around the lake. That's Yeah, on. because they don't allow visitors there, right? Yeah, I mean, you can't like go can't like walk up to it basically yeah like yeah. it's it's fenced off hmm. so there was that I, I mean it was cool but like it's like a half hour thing i would say mm-hmm. pretty much um kiyomizudera was actually i went the first time this year as well i didn't see that the the other time i was there that was really cool but like when you're in japan i'm just reminded of like how much fucking walking there is <laughs> like it's like i'm in new york again like when I got back to the States, I was just, like, so relieved and so, like, I felt so comfortable being able to, like, 
be in a car and drive where I wanted to and like reduce mm-hmm. the amount of walking I had to do because there's just so much fucking walking in Japan. Mm-hmm. So like every day is just like so exhausting. Stay in shape, yo. Don't... Especially with the Japanese like weather over there, it's like super humid. When it was like mid-May, it was like I would say mid to high 80s, I would say consistently. Oof. Oof. Mm, that's normal for me. Yeah, thankfully it only <laughs> rained the first day we came over from the airport. Everything else was very sunny, so I'm gl- I'm glad that the weather was good that week. Um, so yeah, Kumi's and Arrow is really cool. That was very nice. Uh, then what else did we do in Kyoto? Fushimi and Ari I went to last year, but Fushimi and Ari is always very cool, so I didn't mind going back again. Uh, then Kyoto, we obviously stayed in a traditional inn, just as part of the whole experience. Um, so now a question. Did you guys, yes. like, book where you were staying in advance? Yes. Yeah, so I okay. booked through, um, I think the site's called Japanica, okay. or Japanican, or something like that. And it's an English site, and you can just book through there. The interesting is when I, I so I booked the Ryokan at Hakone, and I booked Ryokan at, um, in Kyoto as well. The Ryokan in Hakone, so for some reason I got to the Ryokan and I gave them my name and passport and whatnot and they said like my name wasn't really on the list. So then I gave them my e- the email confirmation from Japanica and apparently I guess they called them up or something and they, they apparently Japanica canceled my reservation for the Hakone oh. in without even notifying me. Hmm. So I was just like, oh shit, what do I do now? But thankfully, yeah. they had a, a spot open still that wow. day. So wow. I was able That's to stay at that lucky. same end. Yeah. That sucks hmm. when that happens. Yeah. But you locked out. Uh, the, I didn't have any problem with the second Ryokan, though. So that, that worked out. But I've been even more worried if... Because I already paid fully for the second Ryokan. So I would have been, <laughs> yeah. been pissed if that one was canceled. <laughs> like, I didn't pay for the first one, so that was kind of whatever. But the second one, I, I paid fully already. Gotcha. Uh, so the second one was right near the... It's, it's on the main street where the bamboo forest is and all the shops are and stuff like that. And that, that big river, I think you've seen in one of the pics. I forgot the name of the river, but it's like that huge rigor, the river riverside and you see the monkey parks like right next to it yeah i saw your picture of that yeah so it's right next to there that's awesome um so yeah we did the ryokan um and i don't know if you guys know this about me but i don't really like seafood at all pretty much i I think you've told me that yeah yeah. i might have told you that so i wanted to do like the a lot of ryokans kind of force, unless it's like a super cheap one, I don't give a shit, but most of ryokans in Kyoto, you have to have the dinner with your stay. So, and a lot of times the kaiseki, which is like the traditional Japanese course, that's pretty much full-blown seafood and fish. Mm-hmm. So I was just like struggling the whole time. My sister eats fish, <laughs> thankfully, so Sounds like, like I kind of like... I kind of passed on everything to her for the most part. <laughs> but, like, I really wanted, like, they do kaiseki the first night, but then on the second night, you can either do, like, sukiyaki or shabu shabu, thankfully. Okay. And the version. The shabu shabu is, like, super good. And the sukiyaki is, like, super good, too. So it was, like, worth putting up with the fish just for that. But I wish I could just, like, skip the kaiseki if I could. But, like, typically, 
you're forced to have the Kaiseki. Sounds like heaven, man. Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, for you guys. I mean, for me, it was hell on earth. Come on. You went to Japan. You have an aversion of seafood. That's like coming here and having an aversion of, to seafood. High oh. seafood market. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, we, I did go to the seafood market. I don't know if I can oh, okay. show you this. To yeah. the uh, Tsukiji fish market. And my sister really wanted to go into Sushi Dai, which is one of the more acclaimed sushi restaurants there. Okay. And, like, we kind of, like, read the Yelp reviews and, or, yeah, the Yelp reviews and stuff like that. And people are like, yeah, you got to be there, like, three in the morning or something. <laughs> oh, wow. Because they open at five. And even if you get there by three, there's there's been, like, people have been saying that there's been people there already at three. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Because it's just that good. And yeah. obviously, because, like, the fish is that fresh. They catch it, like, that morning. And they mm-hmm. bring it well, yeah, I can, I can understand that, then. Fresh fish, always better. So for someone who doesn't like seafood, I was like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I was, willing to this, I was willing to go to the fish market, but, like, for me to wake up, like, to be there at 3 in the morning, I have to wake up at 2, somehow get a taxi over there, which is, like, a 20-minute taxi ride, I think, from with, with the Airbnb we were staring at. Hmm. I was just like... Uh, I don't know. We'll wake up early, but I don't know about two in the morning. So we ended up getting there around seven a.m. in the morning, I think. And like sushi dai was just like fucking packed, pretty much. Well, like there's just you. like you're not getting it. You're not getting in. So she just went to like a rant. I mean, there. I mean, it's on the. It's at the fish market, so I feel like any sushi restaurant you pick there is gonna be good no matter what. Yeah. Sushi dai is like one of the better ones, but like. Anything you have at that fish market is probably going to be the best sushi you ever had, regardless. So she ended up picking up. I, I think she like Googled something really quick on like top restaurants you can get to without a line in the fish market. So she ended up going to one of those. Okay. And yeah, yeah did, she said did she it was like. like it? Yeah, she did. She said it's it it was like the best sushi she ever had. That's pretty awesome. Looks yeah. good. So, uh, so she went into the restaurant by herself. And I was kind of like, I'll just wait for you outside and kind of like wander <laughs> around basically the mm-hmm. fish market. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny when you get off the station to where the, the fish market is, as soon as you get off the, the subway, you can already smell the fish like at the station. Wow. Like before even like entering outside to the street, you can smell it right at the station already. But so anyway, I was waiting for outside. I'm kind of just like wandering around and this guy... There was like this, like this small shop amongst the hundreds of like fish shops that were there, and he was like, there was a butcher shop there, basically <laughs> selling meat. Oh. <laughs> and one guy was like literally grilling uh, wagyu beef like outside on the street, <laughs> and he was selling it. And I was like, oh my god, this guy is my lord and savior. <laughs> and so, um, so I went up to him. It was like seven in the morning, and I had like, a, like a good amount of Wagyu beef, <laughs> like, like seven in the morning. It was, it was a four grade too. So it was pretty high quality. Nikumi would be proud. That was good shit. I really wanted to try a five while I was there, but it didn't happen. A four mm. was really good though. And he gave us like a, some little wasabi you put on it too, which is really good. Oh yeah. But, but that was a lot of meat for seven in the morning. I was pretty stuffed. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, what else? So that was, I mean, Tsukiji Market's in Tokyo, so I kind of skipped around a bit. We did uh, Harajuku Street, I uh, sorry, Harajuku and Takashita, 
Street or whatever in Tokyo. And I've been there before already. Uh, we did the Hedgehog Cafe, which mm. was, which is all right. I mean, I have a friend who actually owns a hedgehog. Oh, okay. So for me to like go to a cafe and hold a hedgehog was like nothing new, really. Hold a hedgehog? What yeah, you get to hold a hedgehog. Mm. You should you have get, went you... to the uh, the one with the owls. I was thinking that, but my sister was like too scared for that one because like the owls are a lot more intimidating. <laughs> I didn't want to go to a cat cafe because those look fucking boring. I mean, that's, that seems cool to me, but at the same time, it's not quite as rare, I guess. Because yeah. they do those in the States, too. Yeah. I mean, the hedgehog cat? one wasn't bad. Yeah, but cat again, cafe. Yeah, cat cafe. Uh, what else did we do? We did Robot Restaurant again. I was going to ask you if you did. I did, yes. Oh, wait, no, and I saw it, that on your post. Never mind. Uh, no, I don't think I, I did, I did, I snapped it once, I think. Yeah, but like, that was sure my did. That was my second time going. I think I snapped it a bunch the first time, so I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like a need to snap the whole thing again. And yeah, that, even after a second time, uh, viewing it, I still don't understand a thing of what I just watched. <laughs> How did your family feel about that? Or did they go with you guys? Yeah, and I mean, well, just to clarify, this is just me and my sister for this whole trip. Um, okay. Huh? <laughs> Sean, stop uh, Liam just woke up Stop getting Thomas uh, <laughs> Liam is getting like super excited I just was like, huh? Only you What? <laughs> Someone mentioned a sister? Uh, well, Sean, the way that you introduced it Made it seem like it was Like your family Yeah, your, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's just my sister Hmm. Uh, my mom doesn't like to travel, really. Ah. And she's been to Japan when she was, like, a lot younger, too. So she was like, I'm good. All right. Uh, yeah, Robot Restaurant is cool. Like, again, that's, like, a tourist trap. I don't know if I talked about Robot Restaurant before. It is a tourist trap, but, like, it, it's super fun. But it's something that will only appeal to Westerners. Mm-hmm. Because it's just this very flashy, exuberant kind of take on... Japanese culture and like the weirdness involved with it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no other like. I think I would say like everyone there at Robot Restaurant was white or European. There is no Asians there. <laughs> wow. So for you guys, I recommend it. Um, <laughs> you, you guys enjoy Robot Restaurant. I feel like. <laughs> uh, what else? I visited a uh, Don Quixote for the first time, which is uh, ah. very interesting. It's basically the Japanese version of Target or Walmart. Um, just super, super cramped. Like, literally, only one person can fit in an aisle at a time. Wow. But it basically has everything you could ever ask for. Everything? Like it, if, you, if you ever think of something, Don Quixote probably has it. You don't need to go Sorry, else. What 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 is the place called? Don Quixote. Uh, wow. It's like it's a chain. Okay. Yeah, I saw the wasabi Kit Kats there and I was like Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I'll just get those at the airport because I don't feel like carrying shit around right now. And, and they didn't, didn't have fucking have it at the airport. <laughs> I was like, shit, what the hell? Should have gotten them them Don there, Quixote. Man. Because they had like the, the macho ones and like 
like you know the the other bullshit flavors but like they didn't have the wasabi ones mm-hmm. so i just bought like tokyo banana again but like matcha flavored it makes me so upset that we don't get that kind of like that kind of variety of flavors over here like i don't expect us to have wasabi in the u.s but all we get is just regular kit kat you can probably get matcha. I mean, if you, you can. I'm, oh, I've I've had them before, and they yeah, are they have them good. at Was Japanese wasabi? or Korean supermarkets. No, the matcha. Oh, surely you can order this from Amazon or something. And you can, but you know, it's more expensive than it should be. Hmm. Eh, good point. Yeah, wasabi. Um. Another thing, we I visit the Pokemon Cafe Ooh. in Tokyo. I think this is in Asakura. Oh, sorry, Asakusa. Uh, Yeah, so... Ah, yeah, with the dancing Pikachu. Yeah, so just a tidbit (laughs) for that. You can only get into the cafe with a reservation. Oh, my. Just FYI, if if you're ever in Japan and want to visit the Pokemon Cafe. Wow. You can only do it through a reservation. You can't... There's no walk-ins allowed. You're allowed to, like, browse the shop in the cafe, but you can't eat there without a reservation, basically. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, the food was uh, solid. Like it wasn't anything mind blowing, but it, it was good. I mean, everything was Pokemon related in terms of appearance. I, I showed some picture, pictures on Instagram. There was the um, the grape smoothie I had. That was like a Gengar, basically. <laughs> it was like a little cookie for its ears, and they had like a, a glowing. They had like a little LED light in the cup too, so it was like doing that red glow. Um. Then I had the Omu Rice Pikachu, which is pretty good. I do like Omu Rice. Omu Rice, huh? So, good, good. Uh, we, were, we were pretty much done with our lunch, and we were getting ready to leave. And so I, I call over the, the the waitress or whatever to ask for the check. And then she just, like, looks at me seriously, and she's just like, but Pikachu is coming. <laughs> <laughs> You're serious. I was like, yeah, yeah. She was like, but Pikachu is coming. I was just like... Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I guess I'll wait. <laughs> oh, my God. And so we oh. were just, like, chilling for, like, like five minutes, I think, we, I would say. And then, okay, like, that's not so bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Pikachu is coming. <laughs> but Pete, like, she, I, I felt like she would not have let us left <laughs> if we did not see Pikachu. But, but Pikachu is coming. <laughs> wow. She was very serious when she told me that. So uh, we waited for five minutes at our table, and then... I showed a video of this on Instagram again, but like, there's this huge like Pikachu like dancing, um, spinning, dancing around. Yeah, it's like this huge. Someone's in a costume, obviously, but there's this huge Pikachu coming, and he's in like the chef outfit, basically, well, like the apron and the chef costume. Mm-hmm. And he's just like going around. Uh, he's kind of like waving, and he's like doing the little dance when the the announcer kind of does like the, the call for Pikachu. Uh... <laughs> Oh, that's and amazing. then, so Pikachu finally left, and then I was finally allowed to leave the Pokemon. And you were cafe. you were free to leave. <laughs> I was free to leave. You can't leave until you see Pikachu. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was interesting. Where where did all those kids come from that were there? Were they there eating? Yeah, they were there eating, and they kind of just like gathered up front to see Pikachu. Oh, okay. I thought like, they may have just been like waiting there to see Pikachu. <laughs> They've been waiting for days for Pikachu <laughs> to show up at that cafe. You have to have an appointment. 
Um, so right next to the cafe is the Pokemon Center store. And this wow. is all like in a department store, basically, just FYI. Hmm. It's not like its own separate building or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, yeah, the, the Pokemon Center was pretty cool. Um, I've noticed, I guess because there's so many like newer Pokemon, there wasn't really that much merch for like, in terms of like plushies at least, for like the original 150, mm-hmm. I thought. Because my friend actually asked me to buy her like um, a plushie for the original three starters. Okay. And I could only find like one set, and they were like kind of on the small size. Like I, I feel re- like they probably would have had that maybe like uh, back when X and Y came out, since they were kind of pushing the original three starters again, where you could pick those. Oh, really? But, yeah, but I feel like I don't know. Maybe they'll do it again with the new games coming out, where it's set in Kanto. But yeah, yeah. I- I mean, most of it was either Pikachu merch, or I feel like it was, like, the newer gen stuff, really. There was, or, or, like, legendaries. I'm guessing there were some Alolan forms of the old ones, too, because I know they pushed those plushies. Um, there may have been. I wasn't really paying attention to the, those, the plushies. I know some of the stuff that you showed me was uh, Sun and Moon stuff, Sean, so... Yeah, there was, like, a lot of Sun and Moon stuff that I didn't really recognize because I didn't play the game. Um, so yeah, I got some goodies for myself and for Shay. Um, oh. mm-hmm. yeah, they had this really nice, um, teacup with Pikachu on it, which I got that for I, myself and I, I got one for Shay as well. That, that I picked out. This guy. Yes, you did. That I <laughs> And then I was for. like, might as well get one myself. <laughs> <laughs> I felt, I felt kind of like weird because I felt like when you were webcamming me i felt like it was oh, like yeah. a boy we were like doing a voyeur cam basically <laughs> this guy getting stuff why didn't you webcam me when you're getting your distant stuff wasn't it like one in the morning when it was pretty there? late like i don't even know like what brought it on i, I would have said get me a, a distance as well uh but for me to ship stuff to the bahamas would be like twice as expensive <laughs> i don't know how accurately what are they? It's not, I, I, I it's not that bad. <laughs> I've, I've shipped stuff to Tommy before. It's not that bad. Oh, it's not that bad. Okay. It's well, more expensive than in the U.S., I'll, I'll say. But Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Unavoidable. Oh, yeah. So, Pokemon Center was pretty cool. Um, uh, I went to the... What's it called? The... Ah, uh, fuck. What's... Uh, the Kaminarimon Gate? temple i think it was called it's in asakusa it's like that huge like it's like that temple where you have that huge lantern in mm. the front i don't know if you guys okay recognize mm-hmm. i've seen i've seen photos of that before yeah so when I, so when i'm in japan typically i try to like because i always want to do like that festival stuff you see like anime and stuff like that so i i learned that they were doing the ah i forgot the name of the festival already the the sanja festival i think it was called it starts with an s they were actually doing that the week we were in Japan in Asakusa. So I kind of like planned that out also. So they were actually like, they were doing the, what's it called? 
I know you guys saw the video where they're oh, kind of like yeah, carrying yeah, yeah. the... Oh, the shrine? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the mini sh- uh, portable shrine? Yeah, that thing. They're carrying the portable shrine around, basically. Yeah, I remember yeah. that now, yeah. Sanja Matsuri. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, Sanja Matsuri, that's it, yeah. So they were doing that, which is really cool, and they had a lot of um, street food and a lot of vendors, like, at the temple, just selling, like... Um, I actually bought um, skewered cow, cow tongue when I was there. Wow. Which was, uh, I enjoyed that. That was pretty good, actually. And at first, I was like, I told my sister, like, do you want, like, some beef skewers? And she was like, yeah, sure. And so I, I go up to, like, the cow tongue one. And I'm like, yeah, get me two of those. And then I give it to her. And she just starts eating it. And I was like, do you like it? And she was like, it's all right. Is this pork? I'm like, no, it's beef. And she's like, what? This is beef? Because it's, like, it's pretty chewy. So it, it doesn't uh, really taste like beef. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't tell her, like, till she completely finished it. I was like, oh, by the way, that was cow tongue. <laughs> and she was just like, what? <laughs> Why did you give this to me? <laughs> I mean, it tastes good, right? So it doesn't oh, yeah. really matter. <laughs> I, I love Japanese uh, street food or pub food. It's 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 so good. Like, I like, I just like American pub food. It's just, like, chicken wings and fries or whatnot. Yeah. It's so, like, bland and plain. Like, you can have, like, chicken, uh, what's it called? Um, karage? Chicken, not karage, the chicken tendons over there. Fried oh. chicken tendons. I love those. Yeah. Those are so good. Or you can so have, it's like... it's basically, like, a izakaya-style food stuff. Yeah, izakaya food style, yeah. Uh, and secured chicken liver as well. That's really good. I enjoy that a lot. Hmm. I would like so, yeah, to do that. I would be eating like 24-7. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? I would have to be visiting the gym like every damn day. <laughs> the food is so good there. Yeah. At least, I mean, at least for my taste compared to like American style pub food. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Um, That's basically it. Nothing? No visitors. Nothing. So did you... Did you go um, last oh. time or this time? Did you go to yes. Osaka or no? I did not do Osaka okay. this time. I felt like, and maybe I didn't explore enough. The first time I went to Osaka, I felt like it's really neat because it's like has this really busy atmosphere and stuff. But it's just basically a bunch of stores and restaurants in this one district. There wasn't like too much to see, in my opinion. I know okay. the nightlife in Osaka is supposed to be like really fun, so, uh, so I wanted to, I do want to go back and visit it again, maybe during night or something, and kind of just bar hop around. Mm. Uh, but no, yeah, I didn't. They have Osaka. like that that big like downtownish area that's like all like street vendors and then bars and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a uh, Dothanbori. I think you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that last last time. Um. Yeah, I didn't do Osaka. I didn't do Nara. Um, Nara is really cool. I, I do recommend Nara if you're in uh, Japan for the the deer park. Oh yeah. And maybe Pokemon you can get pumped by a food. deer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have a little a little side story for uh, the Pokemon Center. I I just remembered. So I'm walking around, and, and one of the employees there is basically i guess there's a new pokemon movie coming out or something so yeah it, it, this summer so it sounds like she i so i don't speak japanese obviously but it sounded like she was trying to promote the movie so she's basically going around to like the customers and giving out this free trading card 
for one of like the newer Pokemon. Mm. And so she just mm-hmm. comes up to me and probably knowing I'm a foreigner, but she just decides to speak like full on Japanese, like no <laughs> stops whatsoever. <laughs> wow. And she just goes on for like a good minute, I would say. Just uh-huh. like full Japanese. I'm kind of just going, hi, I'm hi, probably hi. either just nodding my head and saying hi. Hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like I have that confusing look on my face. <laughs> And then, like, towards the end where she just, like, explains whatever she was just explaining to me. I have no idea still. <laughs> she, <it> says, uh, <laughs> she says, presento. And I was like, oh, presento. And it's like, hi, hi, presento. And she, like, presented me with the, the trading card. I was like, ah, arigato gozaimasu. And no. that's, like, the only part just... I understood, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the games. You listen to the NPC Played talk off. forever. Then you get, you get, your, you reward. get your reward. There you go. <laughs> Played it off like a boss. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for listening to my rambling. Here, take this. So, Shay, that trading card will be coming your way as well. Well, well thank you, sir. Uh, I appreciate it. What Pokemon was it? Oh, I have no idea. It's one of the newer ones. Hmm. Probably Sun and Moon, I guess. I'll send you a picture later, but I have no idea what it is. As long as it's, it's not... Uh, Zero Aura. It could be, I guess. Right. Mm, could be. Cool. That sounds like you had a pretty interesting time I, I imagine it was probably pretty cool to uh be able to share that with your sister you know especially given that i like you said she's not into like the whole otaku culture blah blah, blah. yeah i mean besides from akihabara i think she really enjoyed herself just like mm-hmm. i mean there's a lot of like there's so much like culture with kind of the way japan is especially oh, yeah, of course. That. Mm-hmm. not just like the otaku stuff but like there's so much tradition yeah. into it yeah, i mean and like this i always thought japan has this very unique look to it where it has that look of kind of like modern day society but it imbues that traditional look of like the shrines and stuff like that mm-hmm. into like their cities and stuff like that so I, I always thought that was pretty cool and uh she likes to travel as well so she uh, Japan was always on her list as well of places yeah. to go. Mm. Um, cool. And even if you're not like too, if you're not like familiar with Japanese culture, I think Japan is uh, definitely a place to go if you're kind of if you like traveling because just you experience that like culture shock. I feel like you don't really experience too often anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to Europe, for example, like like london or germany or whatever like it, it's mm-hmm. different there but it's not like not completely it, you don't yeah it's not completely like you you feel like you can you know you you still kind of fit in you f- i feel like but yeah. like when you're in japan it feels like you you stick out like you're in a completely different world almost well i mean <laughs> sticking out it's not really that hard for me another interesting <laughs> thing i just learned apparently the tourism in japan has like shot up in the past like five years uh, i think really because mm. there was there's a lot of foreigners i've noticed this this mm. time around it's, it's a pretty tourist friendly like place in the first place but yeah it's that sounds that sounds awesome yeah that's good yeah. very good for them. there were like there were so many europeans on the trip i mm. think when i mm. went interesting in tokyo and then um kyoto there there was a lot of europeans over there oh hey that's more money for japan so yep they need <laughs> someday yeah, yeah cool well that's awesome man thank you for sharing that with us and i'm glad that you guys had a good time yep hopefully you'll be sharing your story too someday 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 
<laughs> you sound so sad when you say that. Like, someday. <laughs> like it's thinking. never going to happen. <laughs> someday. He's like laughing. Uh, <laughs> well, now on to uh, a much uh, more sad topic. Let's talk about the Flash finale. Oh, God. That's right, uh, no transition back. there. Nope. <laughs> why why uh, do you say no, sad? <laughs> you, you, you know why. Should have said, let's flash forward. Hey. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, I know last cast we were a few episodes behind on The Flash, but I think it makes sense for us to just jump right into the, the finale. Um, so, the, uh, the showdown with uh, DeVoe finally uh, came to a head. Uh I don't know how much we want to go into details, Sean. Are you ever gonna finish this season, or are you done for good? Uh, I don't know. If season five is like good somehow, I may come back. I, okay. I feel like it won't be. <laughs> well, I mean, it's only gonna I be mean, if it matters, like from here. I mean, are you okay with us talking about the finale? Like, do you care about the spoilers? You can. I don't care about the spoilers. To be honest, I feel like this season wasn't good to begin with hmm. i mean the obvious i mean they they won obviously so i had my own set of issues with this episode um mm. i i didn't hate it like it, it wasn't bad well it wasn't bad <laughs> um my biggest issue with this episode was um a, I felt like we spent this entire season building up to the fight with DeVoe. And they mm. literally crammed, like, the resolution of how to defeat him and the act of defeating him and etc. all into one episode. And I feel like really none of their prepping or planning prior to this episode had any bearing on what happened yeah it i felt like it should have been like two yeah like Like, i don't see why they you know they they connect the episodes i don't see why they are afraid to do something like that especially when it came to a villain like devoe where it would have made more sense for it to be a little bit more drawn out because he's such a calculating villain he it would have been interesting to approach it that way and because of how it was all crammed into one episode i feel like the impact of a lot of it was lost um i also you know i'll just kind of give my thoughts and then eric and tommy you guys can too um i did not care for how they defeated him and then I also didn't care for the fact that immediately after defeating him, he came back only to be <laughs> defeated 0.2 seconds later again. How he came back was dumb. I, what, why did they even do that? Uh, I thought that was like an after image or something. Well, I mean, it basically was and it wasn't. But then it was obviously like, I don't know. It was still weird man it was, it was just like it didn't make any sense was, i was like no one saw him touch the back of that chair but even that it like, doesn't matter it just like <laughs> it's just uh it was just irksome is is what i will say 
And, you know, the fact that they ripped off the big uh, brawl Matrix? from the Matrix. <laughs> um, like, oh, well yeah, I heard a lot of talks about that. Like, on the one hand, I'm not against them doing that because parts of it looked cool. But on the other hand, okay, they're fighting against this genius villain. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, why why was that the approach to defeat him? And if he's such a genius, why did he just? He should have known that they could escape through this magical portal. Like, uh, it was just frustrating because I felt like there was a lot of this season that worked, and I thought it was a really cool idea to put the Flash up against a villain who he would have to truly think to defeat, not just use his speed. And uh, at the end of the day, there was none of that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because technically it's still all boiled down to speed. I mean... And that, that's yeah. what the flash is, but you know, it is, and that's fine. You know, like I'm not saying that they should just you know disregard his powers or anything like that. But they really didn't play into the like the calculation, the battle of minds. You know, the way that they defeated defeated him was very. <laughs> it was just go through that portal, and then you're good. And then you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. You're <laughs> done. And they didn't even like do that right away. They just went to fight. Yeah, just fight this big group of guys, you know? Yeah, just Um, go through the portal, that's it. One thing that I thought was going to be interesting, but ended up just kind of falling flat, was when they were searching for, like, the the quote-unquote real DeVoe. The good DeVoe. And then they, yeah, the good DeVoe, I guess. Yeah. Like, it just felt, like, I thought that was kind of cool, but then it ended up just being kind of anticlimactic. It was just Mm -hmm. like, oh, all right. It's like, oh. You know, like... (laughs) Yep. I, I I feel like that could have been more impactful than it was. Um I will say that uh I w- it was nice to have Ralph back. Um because yeah, I asked him. That was a surprise. I get yeah. They definitely pushed like this whole saga of being it was basically like Ralph's show. It was. Him. So the reason why they were building up Ralph and him learning all these things and stuff was I guess part of DeVoe's plan to make Flash create uh, Ralph into like the like model hero or whatever and mm-hmm. that would allow him to take his body or something. I mean I mean the it made sense like when I thought about it, like okay that's pretty clever but everything else the thing about DeVoe is he's really smart and um like, he calculates these things, like, way too far ahead. I guess you kind of have to buy it because comic book villain. But stuff like when, um, what was it, uh, Black Canary showed up from yeah one of the other Earths or something. He was like, yeah, I predicted she would come in and stuff and do this. Like, there's no way you could have predicted any of this. That that, that does not sound convincing. The, o- the only uh, plus side to that episode was uh, having Snart back. That was That was cool. But mm. it's always great to have snart. <laughs> exactly. And that was I don't know, man. I 
I think we've talked about this in mm-hmm. in the past when we discussed Arrow and Legends, but I I hate Laurel. I hate <laughs> Laurel. She is my least favorite character. Really? <laughs> I just I can't, and I want her to go away, and she will not. They just keep bringing her back. <laughs> I have hated her since the first season of Arrow, <laughs> and I just I can't, man. Uh, like it's not even the actress. I don't dislike her. I just the character it just irks me so bad and it also makes me mad because i liked sarah as black canary slash you know the canary whatever you want to say and i i miss having i miss having her on arrow because i thought that was cool as as much as i'm glad that she's on legends and she's been one of the better parts of legends um it just uh, i don't know I never thought that Laurel fit the part of Black Canary. It felt very shoehorned to me. And they just keep bringing her back. But I'm getting off on a tangent. Anyway. Best Black Canary is, um, is in Injustice too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not going to disagree. I think the other thing is... They have a lot of these subplots going on in each episode. Like, there's Barry dealing with this one thing. Like, oh, Iris, don't put up the don't write up your blog or whatever don't post oh, yeah. it stuff like that and or there's like oh cisco come to earth uh one of the earths <laughs> and be like the big i don't know what is it take over her uh gypsy's father's job stuff like that mm-hmm. and then and the thing with um harry well i guess harry is more connected because, harry's made more sense yeah it was you know. it was in parallel to like how they would oh develop his plan basically mm-hmm. and Caitlin. um but yeah, yeah, this thing with yeah, Caitlyn, Caitlyn's like, made I gotta sense get, too. And my Caitlyn back. has and then always it's like, been a meta. They try to do all these different things, like get what's her face? I forgot, I forgot the character's name. The the one that uh, Caitlyn worked with. Um, oh, um, Amunet. Yeah. Yeah. So Amunet, like, like she gives them one reasons. of her power things, right? But it's gonna be useless because yeah, he predicted just, it or something. You yeah. know, he just predicts everything. So. There's that. I just um, I felt like a lot of that side stuff they did was just kind of like treading water. It, yeah. it felt wasted, and mm-hmm. I felt like this season sh- should have or could have ended way uh-huh. sooner than it did. So I did think they were going to use Cecile for for like this part. I wasn't sure hmm. exactly how, but they did end up using the seal, and I guess that was her only role for this whole season, is to give yeah. her the power to do that, which I, I guess... Did, I did like her interactions <laughs> with Harry, though. It, I yeah, it was those fun. those were cool. Like, I actually really like her character and her actress, yes. and I think mm-hmm. that she does a really good job, and she's, like, one of the more... I don't know the best way to describe it. Like, her character is very... Uh, has a very positive impact on the show, I feel. And the way that they used her this season just felt a little wasteful at times. Mm. Yeah, a little bit. Like, I think her being the lawyer in the trial, I think that was the... Yeah, that made sense. The only thing you that Because really, she's yeah, the sense. district attorney, you know, it's fine. Right. And, the, and mm. I was cool. Like, I like her relationship with Joe. I think that was really neat. I was on board yeah. with all of that. Um, I don't know. Get <sighs> mm, was gonna say, but yeah, a lot of the stuff they just kind of 
through in the final episode. Uh, there are some cool things like Barry teaching um, Caitlin and Cisco how to like stay in the flash time. Yeah, like, that was cool. without actually touching them. Um, yeah, I that still was, think that was a cool thing. That the best episode this entire season was flash time. Flash time, yeah, yeah, like which that was episode. not a developed. Oh, yeah. I know that was I know. so good. Yeah, yeah. Neither like, was um, Crisis on Earth X. No, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> totally man, different. the uh, flash time that that right there shows that the show can still be really good. It just it keeps getting held back by. I hate to say it, but it gets held back by the the big bads, you know. Yeah, I except would... for Reverse Flash. True. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, Flash time. I still think back on it, and like that was a very good episode, man. Like the best episode in a while. Yeah, and it was revealed, I guess, in this final fight of why he never needed to get Barry's powers or something. Uh, I kind of forget why, but... It's, oh, yeah, he did know. say why, but I don't remember. He, if I remember <laughs> it didn't really... It, if I remember correctly, yeah. it didn't make... At first, I had to, oh, I had to rewind oh. it. It's like, oh, speed... It was something about the speed force. Like, he needed was, the speed force. It was because he knew that Barry was going to go into his mind, and if he was able uh, to trap him in there, he would oh, have he knowledge went... of the speed force, was what it was. <laughs> okay. And I was like, oh, bless you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So, like, well, I don't see what the difference is in that. I guess he's want the knowledge of the Speed Force, not just his powers. I. Uh, but yeah. when he said that, I was like, "Huh?" I guess, I guess he didn't need Cisco's powers too, because he can kind of vibe himself or just yeah, those teleport. Pocket dimensions. That's what that hippie guy was. But he can't go to other Earths. That would be useful. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He can't. Mm. Yeah, why didn't he steal Cisco's powers? Like, I, uh, I guess. Anyway, he didn't have I, I don't want to get <laughs> caught up on all that. Yeah, but of course, you know, it was that he like he had no emotions anymore. So that was his downfall. That feelings he can calculate feelings or something, <laughs> and that's why he didn't expect his wife to leave him with the chair i was like okay i guess i was like i don't know how emotions are uncalculatable but okay <laughs> that's he the was... one thing you couldn't calculate clifford love. <laughs> but i saw it's like don't tell me this is what they're gonna do i was like oh god um i will say i did <laughs> i did heart. like the um <laughs> the heart <laughs> the heart, the heart. I did like showing the flashbacks of how he and his wife met. Like it makes sense, yes. like build up, like oh whatever, like his motivations and stuff, like and his plan. Like it kind of makes sense. Like the technology is kind of just like making, I don't know, like it's making the world a more dangerous place because people are using technology for violence and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so he his plan is to make everyone stupid, basically. See <laughs> the reset like, button. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> the thing that frustrated me the most about DeVoe as a character was I felt like the the actor that played him did an incredible job. Yes. I think mm-hmm. he was perfect he did. for the role, mm-hmm. but I felt like that a lot of it was just wasted, but, and I don't know. Like, the first few episodes, I thought they made him feel threatening. Yeah, like really even up through the uh the trial mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff like all of that was like i 
all of those episodes were good. I felt that that showed like the calculating side and, you know, how are they going to figure out? How are they going to fight him? They're not going to be able to fight him the way that they normally do. And then at and the end, started to fumble. they fight him the way that they normally uh, do. Yep. <laughs> like after those episodes, it start like the ball started to fumble. They were like, whoop, 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 mm-hmm. whoop, 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 how are we going to do this? And I was like, oh yeah, boy. They kind of just jump around too, like in these last few episodes. And that's the problem with having so many of the subplots is because they can't focus on, on one. the main one too. So exactly, there was one of the episodes where um, Devoe just kind of steals the rest of the metahumans that are in that they have in uh, Star Labs, and it's like, wait a minute! No, in the episode beforehand, yeah. they got um, you know the guy with the the I think the fire powers, right? Um, yeah, they they had him, and then it sounded like he would help them take down the vote like he'd be part of the team yeah yeah they just like threw that away i mean that's kind of random but okay then then yeah and then the next time you see him they're dead like the bodies are just on the floor so like melting points and like butts and then they and then the plan to take the nuclear man and stuff like they just are we just assuming that he's he's kind of dead nuclear guy's dead i think they're all just all dead okay pretty sure he's dead Like, man, I don't know. It just... uh, I know that that continues to be my reaction to to this season, but I really don't know how to feel about it. I'm still wondering, like, how he would calculate the uh, Star Labs getting Barry out of the Speed Force, which would open up a portal where the bus is, and they have all these (laughs) people on here and and create them as metahumans with Mm -hmm. these specific powers that he needs. Like, I don't understand yeah see that's why he's the thinker like, he's, i don't he's, mind he's i mean i can kind of, i could kind of like put together like why like he he's been observing them for like a long long time and analyzing like all their like personalities or whatever and sure stuff. like sure i guess that makes sense but like i don't know like he, did he like plan like manipulate a way for them all to be on the bus at the same time stuff like that like i don't know that's my my thing is I don't mind some plot holes here and there because that's going to yeah. happen with any like show. that's just that's just something that yeah it's the nature of nitpick. these shows yeah but this season just felt like there were a lot of glaring ones or just things that can't be explained in a way that makes sense mm-hmm. and I feel like that was my overall yeah. issue with this season I. Parts of the season, as I mentioned, like with Flash Time and some of the other episodes, were incredibly enjoyable, and I liked those episodes as much as I did any episode. Mm-hmm. But kind of like what Tommy said, they they really fumbled it at the end, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like it kind of soured my opinion of this season. Not that I hated it. I, I didn't hate it, but I had a lot of high hopes for this season, and... I feel like they mm-hmm. kind of squandered the potential of DeVoe. Yeah, and they did. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't make me confident that they'll be able to handle <laughs> other villains going forward, unless they, I don't know, really shake things up. At the very least, we got. I'll say. At least for me, I thought it was better than Salvatore. <laughs> The Salvatore made me mad. Yeah. And I was like, oh. It's like, let's get... That was a headache. (laughs) That was a headache. It was. I still feel like the way they defeated Savitar 
made more sense than the way they defeated Devoe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I suppose. <laughs> but but yeah, we could look back. I mean, at I was... it. we got Flash time. Mm-hmm. We got the best there crossover were... ever so far. There were some very strong episodes this season. Mm-hmm. There were some very cool developments with certain characters. Ralph. Yeah, Ralph was my favorite a great addition character. to the team. Yeah, like I, I was worried at first, but Ralph really grew on me yes. as time went on. Because at first I was like, mm-hmm. eh, I'm not sure if I'm feeling... But then, like, immediately, mm-hmm. as, as soon as I started thinking about, I'm not sure if I'm feeling him, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I am. He has this... And he became very endearing, and it, it was just one of those things where you, you cared about him. Yes. You know, by the end, and even through the craziness that was the final episode, it made me happy to see him okay, basically, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because they focused really I'm glad really hard. they didn't just throw him away like everybody else. <laughs> it's like, I don't, like, I doubt that, they, that they're going to throw him away in the next season because they spent too much time focusing on his relationship with Barry. Hopefully they don't pull a Julian. Oh, man. I was thinking about that. I was like, <laughs> they can't do it because... Well, because the Julian... <laughs> Oh, sorry, no, no, go, ahead. go, go, go. Oh, so the Julian of this season was uh, Killer Frost. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. So she lost another part of herself, which... <laughs> Even though it's not lost, it's there. Yeah, yeah sort of not. And, and, and as far as we're told, she's always been a metal. And I'm like, what? How? Yeah, that, that part <laughs> is odd. Uh, it's Barry's fault, you know, Flashpoint Paradox. You think Could that's be. what it was? <laughs> yeah, because when they showed the flashback, it says a little girl. Everything is. I'm like, what? Everything's Barry's fault. Could be. Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, yes. That probably is the reason why she, she has always been a meta now. Yeah. If I was a writer, I'd say, yeah, ah, you know how I? Hmm. The flashpoint paradox. Did you think about that just now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't matter. We can explain so everything. That's that. yeah. That, that's one of the. Lingering threads for next season, Thinking. along with but think of, I don't know but the big one talking about average oh, Wells, average Harry, yeah, and talking about Flashpoint paradox, we had another one happen. Draw well, as the finale. oh yeah the the yeah. final the final attack or whatever mm-hmm. yeah when um, I saw that happen I was I thought that was cool rewind I was like oh so she... I'm thinking. That was so. She is supposed to be. Her name is different in the comics. Yeah, I knew um, who she was. What did they make it in the show? Dawn. And uh, her name in the show, Nora. Yeah, Nora. Oh yeah, Nora, Nora, Nora. She is basically named after his mom. Version of Dawn, but apparently there is a version of her with almost the exact same name. In one of the mm. most recent comics, I think, like I think a comic that okay. released last year or the year uh, ending part of last year with Nora Allen, like I watched the video about it. And I'm like, oh, okay, say <laughs> like, all right. So are we are we going to assume that her coming back in time and helping Barry blow up that? Uh, satellite uh, caused a a time paradox and basically she's like oh shit I fucked it up come help me 
and that's what next season's going to be. That's basically. That seems like that's what I it think is. that's the, the reason she traveled in the first place, because she was there before. The finale, yeah, well, too. she first showed up in the crossover. So, yeah, like was she just there for fun, fun giggles and stuff until she messed something up? I, don't I know. maybe I don't yeah. know. I don't could know. have used her during flash time. I mean, mm-hmm. I would assume. That yeah, yeah. Like what? <laughs> I mean, she if she was willing to, you know, step in the way, you know, it's like you could have actually interact and fighting, helping develop. Yeah, but whatever. I was like, well, I, I'm sure they'll find a reason to explain why she wasn't helping all the time. And uh, I like her, yeah. so I want to see her too. Going. I think she seems like a cool character so and I, I can't, i'm looking forward to that i can't wait to see all the father daughter shenanigans <laughs> it's like yeah. you're not my daughter it's like you're, you're too old but then it's like <laughs> if if barry was gonna die does that mean iris is already pregnant uh, that's it would have to mean there's... she oh, has to be oh. pregnant now because he, yeah, it's created a paradox. Yeah, though maybe, maybe, maybe it wasn't that Barry was going to die. Just maybe, you like, think so? Because something else was going to happen. I don't know. That's tough to say. At least, based on what they did, they made it seem like he was going to die. Thus, they rewind mm-hmm. it, and then she came and helped him destroy. See, it. Don't forget, don't forget that that there's that uh, that news article. Oh, from the very first episode? From the very first season, where it's like, (laughs) Flash in the year, something, something. Oh, it was her fault? (laughs) Oh, no, I'm not saying that, but... Oh. uh, I don't know, it's tough to say if Barry was going to die then. I mean, because one would think, you know, he would tell his daughter, Hey, don't do what I did and be stupid and cause a (laughs) Flashpoint paradox. (laughs) And she still went and do it. I mean, I don't know. Father, like daughter. <laughs> it's tough to say. Tough to say, indeed. Anyway, I think that uh, kind of wraps up everybody's uh, thoughts on this because that's uh, yeah. We shall see. I I'm still down for next season. I just hope that it improves. I would say it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but it was pretty frustrating at times yes though i have heard like why are we going through this now and why isn't it getting there faster and oh one other thing before we Mm -hmm. move on uh you think uh wally is gonna be in next season consistently no (laughs) no because the reason why i asked that is because uh, i was watching a discussion about it and they were like it's hard to see. He's probably no. going to be bouncing between it because they don't see him on. I mean, the, maybe they don't see him He'll on the be there. Promo- but I, in like the first, I felt episode. like he made it pretty clear in the finale. Like I finally found my place, my home. Yeah. Yes, I, I, he will be there in the first episode, and then he'll be gone for the. Rest I think of the, season. the argument that this uh, video I was watching was that they don't see him on the uh, the promotional material for the next season of um, Legends. Legends. Yeah. And, Have they uh, even put out promotional I mean, material? They, the apparently they did. It was just recently renewed, so I don't think, I don't think really they started have. stuff yet. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think they've put out any promo stuff at all, Tommy. I mean, like, maybe I'm it's not, not all of it, because I saw one with, um, um, oh my god, what's his name? Constantine. Oh. And they had, like, was literally... for next season? I think so. Because they had literally yeah, they everyone was... in it except him. 
Oh. And I was like, hmm. I don't. I don't think that was an official promotional image. I'm gonna double check right now. Let me but see. I I don't think that that was because I could. I don't know. Because what season would that was, be? Because he was a bit uh, prominent season in season three. Because he's been in a number of episodes for season three, and the setup yeah. is for um, something happened that requires him in season four. Hmm. All right. Um, oh, okay. And... Oh, here is the uh, uh-huh. the breaking news actually from five hours ago. What? Oh, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Wally is not returning as a series regular on Flash or Legends of Tomorrow. Huh. Really? He will uh, be there every now and again, but he will not be a uh, regular. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Maybe they'll bump him up later. Yeah. It looks like. I mean, uh, yeah. It wasn't. I don't he think it was be... really set in stone. Constantine, they, they did confirm. Yep. It so says that really he will continue to be on Flash in Season 5 and may make appearances on uh, Legends. Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. He definitely should. He's a lot more fun and more um, laid back on Legends. Like He actually does feel like he's part of a team because it's not... The show isn't called, like, Just Flash or arrow it's legends and mm-hmm. it's actually an ensemble cast even though flash and arrow they have their own team that they rely on all the time you know that's that's the other thing about flash like shouldn't he be kind of doing everything on his own sort of and everyone's just support he's always like what do i do now what do i do now cisco stuff like that anyway um, yeah uh yeah so he's actually pretty op in legends which is why they kind of have to like the bad guys always have to like knock him out and stuff. Mm. It's like if he was <laughs> if he was getting job jobbed everywhere. in the Flash because to make Barry look good, he's getting jobbed in Legends because he's too OP. <laughs> well, you, I mean, speedsters uh, in general are kind of OP. So I mean, yeah, it's... I mean, it made sense. Like they had an anti speedster gun because uh, Don was involved in Legends season two. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he did participate in the finale. Of um, last season, so uh, and he did have a sort of closure with Jesse. It wasn't really Jesse, but it was like, I guess, like an illusion or something. Hmm. Um, so it's like the the closure between like their relationship and how Wally's like place and identity. oh, hold on. So this article goes on to say that mm-hmm. uh, he will be there for a part of season four. But okay. then he will be leaving, probably similar to the way that they wrote out right. uh, um, Stein. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess that makes sense because Legends is supposed to be like a rotating cast every season. That's true. Um, yeah, because it's supposed to start out as like just an anthology series, and um, it kind of still is. But I guess because it's supposed to be a one season thing, if I remember reading correctly. So, but then um, no, it was. Um, it was really good, so they extended it for more seasons, and they kind of fi- found their place now. Like it's, they found out like the kind of style and humor that they want to do in the stories. So uh, it fits a lot more in line. It's a lot more interesting now than season one. It's like kind of night and day season one. The rest of the seasons, because like Hawkman, Hawk Girl were just really boring. <laughs> yeah, and, that was well. Yeah, it, it, was just, it had a promising start, but then it became boring. <laughs> Yeah, like, well, she, she was gone out the first season, so thank God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> season two, we have 
you know, we have um, Citizen Steel, we had Vixen, um, and then for season three, I guess we had a bit of Constantine, and then Wally joined, and um, yeah, I guess that's gonna be the season four. Uh, for season four, that's gonna be the lineup until they change some more. Like I think, oh, they also lost Snart too. Yeah, um, but, they, but was... they bring back Snart every now and then. It's just another mm-hmm. Snart. I feel like they may do you know something like that with Wally as well. Yeah, anyway. he can come and go whatever he wants. Exactly. He's Wally. So that's enough legends, yeah. though. So, um, all right. Well, uh, with that, uh, really the only other thing that we were going to touch on uh, for this episode uh, was uh, E3 is coming up this next week. This next week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, this next week. This next week. Not <laughs> any other next week. This next week. And um, we'll be starting on Saturday. Uh, it keeps getting oh, earlier wait, and earlier. Yeah. What's on Saturday? Uh, yeah. EA's press conference this oh. Saturday. And then, well, we get the worst out of the way. Yeah, get it out of the way. <laughs> um, usually, EA, I think EA's is usually one people don't care about the most. It, I, it depends. Or I guess was it we'll Konami? Well, I mean, there's always Konami. Um, yeah, EA is Saturday. Okay. Sunday is... Uh, Microsoft, Bethesda, and I think that's it for Sunday. Is Square Enix? Square Enix has one? No, Square Enix is Monday. Yeah. Um, okay. Square Enix, uh, Monday is uh, Ubisoft, Square Enix, and then Sony, Sony. to round out the night. And then Tuesday right. is Nintendo. So uh, okay. it's a big week coming up. Um, and mm. all of us are very excited for that. I think uh, instead of talking about leaks what i would like to do is go around the table and see what is the one thing each of you are hoping shows up at e3 this year oh boy wow one thing one thing so uh one more thing eric you're you're talkative about Um, it i'll let you go first (laughs) okay (laughs) great uh well i'm gonna i'm gonna not say anything that's already been shown before so that includes the last of us part two which has been shown this is probably like the third time if they do show it yeah same with spider-man 2018 if they show that <laughs> man waiting for those for years like anyway i mean i i do really uh want to play those games i'm looking forward to them um but i mean this is i guess gonna be a pretty like obvious answer but smash i just want to see what the new smash is yeah, because um, they've got the tournament that they're showing off, and I, think I saw an interesting thing today. People... Apparently, uh, if you want to play it at E three, they're going to have it playable, like for the public, but you have to make an appointment. <laughs> oh, I think I, I think I heard something about that. Yeah, I saw an article about that today. But yeah, I don't blame you. Smash is a very yeah, good choice. You I know, think I'm... the people they invited to, they haven't actually seen the game either, so mm-hmm. I think it'd be That's a surprise true. if basically everyone. Um, yeah, so definitely want to see more Smash. I think there's supposed to be Sakurai's supposed to show up in the Direct. I think it's the next Direct or the E3 one. I don't know. But okay, okay. That's supposed to be a thing. Um, and yeah, I guess yeah, that's my one. Yeah, that's a good choice, sir. Good choice. All right, uh, Sean, what do you want to see out of E3? Ugh. Feels like I haven't spoken in an hour almost. <laughs> uh, where am I? 
Well, the whole entire first part of the cast was all you, so. That is true. <laughs> uh, game I want to see at E3 that hasn't been announced yet. It can be that or one that has been that you're just, like, really excited has for. Has Death Stranding been confirmed for E3? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, trailer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't say what. No, 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 no. They didn't say what. They just said that Death Stranding is going to be at Sony's presentation and it will be one of the focuses. Mm. Mm. Um, I'd like to see a new Ratchet and Clank, maybe. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I'd be up for that. Yeah, I enjoyed the, I guess, remake. Some people call it Slash a... Slash reboot. Reboot, yeah. yeah so, um, a sequel to that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Wait, to I, what? I love the new one. Ratchet and Clank? Yep. Ah, okay. I still haven't played that. I think I have it downloaded, though, since it was... Um, oh, you definitely should. They PS did a really Plus. good job with it. Yeah, I can imagine it looks sweet. Cool. Well, then how about you, Tom? Oh, man. One thing. One thing. Man, that's... I don't know why. That's kind of... <laughs> 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 oh. That's a good one. But, um, man. I mean, are we talking about something plausible or un- uh, not plausible? Yeah, I mean, like, reasonably plausible. Like, I mean, you know, you Sean's, there haven't been any leaks about Ratchet and Clank, but that mm. would be a plausible thing. I could see Sony saying. Because I know what isn't plausible, but what I would like to be, would be uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. but I, that's not going to be my choice. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think that's not plausible. 16, I mean, 16 like, don't forget... <laughs> that they announced 13 versus and 14 like back to back to back true so you know uh, it would just be more delays yeah yeah exactly which is not which wouldn't be surprising but don't put it past square to to at least like tease it or something you know um the one thing i i i was bouncing between while we were talking about i was bouncing between um, the Resident Evil 2 remake and oh. Final Fantasy 7 remake mm-hmm. and I'd have to go with like I kind of know what to expect maybe of uh, the um, Resident Evil 2 remake I'm looking very forward to that because I I think my first experience was with Resident Evil 2 um, on the PS1 and I played a lot of it but never got to beat it because I borrowed it and Eventually, I had to give it back before I finished it. But anyway, um, I will have to go with Resident Evil Seven. I want to see, like, I want them to see more. I want to see more of it. Like, I want Resident to see Seven. Seven. No, no. Did I say Resident Evil Seven? Doing 7? an expanded. Yes. So, no. <laughs> the Final Fantasy Eight? Seven remake. Oh. oh, Final Fantasy Seven. Okay, okay. Like, All right, if, yeah. if I'm going with I mean, something I, uh... plausible, I want to see more of it. Like, I want to see. The real deal. Yeah, like I want to see beyond Midgard. If they, if they, if they want to, I don't know if they want to go that far. That could be. I feel like it's plausible. I feel like they're going to show it in some capacity. Yeah. I feel like it's plausible that we might get a trailer like what they did of uh, Kingdom Hearts last year, where it was like gameplay, but it was kind of short. And there was that screenshot Um, leak. From about a week mm-hmm. or two ago. Yeah, there was actual, like it was cloud fighting. Yeah, so, fighting the Airbuster boss. That so I that's, pl- that's plausible, and I don't blame you. I mean, I think everybody wants to see 
more of that. Yeah, it's like, so. I want to see it. I want to see Tifa because it took too long. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, you showed everyone <laughs> except her everyone. and... <laughs> well, I mean, everyone from the main... Like, from Avalanche except her. We've seen Jesse and Biggs and Wedge. True. And Barrett and Cloud. Except for us? And Sephiroth. Yeah, show, show me Tifa. Show me Aerith. Show me Sephiroth. Everyone wants to see Sephiroth. Come on. It's like I'm sure they will. It's like show us this. Like it's been how long now? Three years? Four years? Three years. Yeah, yeah. three years. Like, come on. Give us a bone here. <laughs> it's like throw us a mm. bone. I mean they did say. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm Square Enix does not need to be defended <laughs> on delays. But they did say <laughs> when they first uh unveiled it quote unquote that the production had just begun Man. so you know i mean like i'm not upset over three years for a modern game yeah i mean i just just show me something you know mm-hmm. brand new that would make me lose my mind like when they revealed it the first <laughs> time when they showed that yeah exactly mm-hmm. it was like is this what i think it is oh my god oh my god <laughs> How long have people waited for Seven remake? Well, me since it came out, since, since like the original came out, people have wanted a remake. So. Well, I mean, I guess since like it was a thing where people were just like always asking for it. I think people have really done that since they showed that uh, that PS two three. Was a PS two demo, I think. The no PS three was it PS three or PS three? Yeah, it was PS three. Wasn't it was before the PS3. Too? It was at that launch thing for the PS3 where everything they showed was pre-rendered, and yeah. they had that short video thing that they showed, and everybody okay. has wanted it ever since then. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something else, but I don't think it's plausible at all within the next ten years. Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll be a while if ever. That, oh, that had the PS2 demo. That Final Fantasy VIII yes. had the PS2 yes, demo. Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess ever since they showed the PS3 one, everyone was like, yep, we want that remake. <laughs> yep. Give it to us. Huh? All right. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the whole show, but I want that. So, it's tough for me because you guys have picked a lot of the good ones. Um, in terms of something plausible, I've heard rumors that uh, this is going to be talked about this year. Um, but I want to see uh, Square Enix's uh, Avengers game. Oh. Hmm. So, yeah, you're right. I, I am. That, uh, that's a thing. And that we know thing, that they're indeed. working on it. So uh, I think also it would be a good time, you know, given the... Uh, the high that everybody is on from infinity war right now it's going to continue to be for the next year yeah exactly so um i'm excited for that i want to see that and then my unplausible slash i hope so one is like what tommy said with final fantasy 16 yeah that's basically my uh, my dreams but (laughs) but the one that i think could honestly show up would be the avengers one and i i'm excited for that you know i'm i hope that it's good and what kind of game do you expect it to be like how, like uh, Tomb Raider style or well it's Crystal Dynamics doing it yeah so I imagine so like that kind of adventure yeah some type of some type of like action adventure type thing 
Mm-hmm. Um, I assume they'll probably let us play as a couple of different characters. I don't think it's going to be like 10 different characters to choose from, but I think, you know, they'll give us a handful. Probably the core. Okay. Avengers. Um, I would like to see uh, some kind of uh, unique take, because they did say it's not going to tie into the cinematic universe. So right. I'd like to see them maybe approach a uh, a villain that the movies haven't dealt with. Um, and also I'm curious if they're going to be able to possibly make use of all of the Marvel IP in it, or if it's just going to be kind of like how the movies are separated, you know, no X-Men, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Well, I mean, with the Fox acquisition, that probably won't be a problem. That's true. That's very true. But, you know, they've been working on this game for a couple of years, so who knows, you know, yeah, where they were in that process. Yeah, it's more Avengers-focused. It'd probably be based on... I'm expecting, like, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, so on and so forth. Yeah, Yeah, Thor. I saw something about it a few days ago. I didn't read it in detail, but... I saw some kind of rumor thing going around from a 4chan post, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. <laughs> I say that uh, you shouldn't buy into those, but a lot of those are end a up being true. So. Yeah, yep, like, um, what was it? Uh, so many leaks from 4chan has been real. <laughs> yeah, like the like Pokemon. The couple of years, yeah, the Pokemon thing. Posted on it's... April 1st. Everyone was like, ha! <laughs> This is an April Fool's joke. I'm like, no. Man. <laughs> and something but, else was uh, recent that was true <laughs> from Fudge. And I'm like, oh, man. There's been a lot. There's been a lot. So, um, but anyway, yeah, those are the ones that I hope for. I think that everybody had some pretty good picks. And I, who knows, that could end up being uh, some of the ones we see this year. So, hmm. but, uh, but with that. Uh, that pretty much brings us to a close. Um, I will say that uh, if you follow us on uh, social media, you will probably see quite a few reactions uh, from the crew during this weekend slash early next week. So, uh, you know, we'd love to to share our excitement with you. Um, beyond that, we... We'll probably be back for the next cast. I know, Sean, what, you're going out of town again or something like that? Yeah, I'm going to anime next this weekend. Okay. Oh, this yeah, weekend. Sean, so. Okay. Yeah, so I'll be in AC for the weekend. Okay, so we should still be uh, back on track after uh, this episode. So look forward to that. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We will have our E3 reactions next episode. And I feel like we, we can possibly probably touch on uh, some of the movies then. We can maybe touch on uh, Deadpool and Solo, if all of us have seen those by then. Solo? Riding Solo. I'm not, not seeing Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, and I don't think that I will. I don't now know if I'm then. seeing but, it either. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> even we'll though I'm oh, wait. Star Wars. Fan. No, that's next month, never mind. I was going to say Ant-Man and the Wasp, but that's July. So uh, Yeah. But... But yeah, so uh, that pretty much wraps things up. As always, thank you so much for joining us. Remember, every other week you can catch us here, bringing you what we find interesting in the world of anime, video games, TV, and Sean's trips to Japan. If uh, if you like the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, No matter how you listen, we greatly appreciate the support. Thank you so much for sticking with us. 
And as I mentioned earlier, don't forget to check us out on social media at AllFictionNet, and you can find us all individually. Uh, I am twitter.com slash touche. Tommy is at Prince Leon. Eric is at Kubino Yoko. And Sean is at AfroGene. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great night. Consummation denied.